Welcome back to the Retail Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Taylor Standard, for today, and we have an amazing guest for you talking about retail industry insights, and his name is Ray Hartgen from RetailNext.net. Ray, I'm really glad to have you on the show today. Uh, me too, Taylor. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you about uh, what's up with retail and retail analytics. Absolutely. So you work for a company called RetailNext.net, which focuses on retail industry analytics. Can you kind of tell us a little bit more about what you do there and what your role encompasses? Yeah, sure, Taylor. Uh, I work uh, at Retail Next. Uh, we're a Silicon Valley startup company, uh, kind of late stage. You know, we cel- celebrated our 10th anniversary in November. Uh, and uh, my job at Retail Next is uh, director of marketing, uh, you know, primarily responsible for uh, you know, creating uh, the content that, that helps retailers become better retailers. And uh, you know, if you're looking for a, uh, a kind of a short little elevator uh, pitch on, on what Retail Next is, what retail analytics is, uh, essentially, uh, we serve as a type of Google analytics for brick and mortar retail store. Okay. So, uh, what, what led you to retail next? Kind of like, where did, where did your background and industry experience, why did it lead you to here? Uh, interesting question. Although I don't know if it's, uh, if it's going to be that relevant to, to maybe retail. Uh, I worked for years with a, uh, 14 years with a, a large consumer electronics company out of Japan and I had, uh, spent my time know, dealing with the frustrations of, of having to uh, work with a large multinational company, uh, there's just so many people that get in the way of, of preventing you from getting things done quickly. Uh, and I didn't think that was the way I wanted to do it. And everybody in the Bay Area, sooner or later, hits a startup. Uh, I was looking for a, a startup to, to get involved with. Retail Next uh, gave me the, the, that first opportunity. Uh, so, so I joined them, uh, trying to live the startup life. And now I don't understand why all companies don't work like startups. You know, being responsive, agile, uh, very proactive, and very accountable in what we do. Right, absolutely. I mean, if you're doing it right, yeah, I definitely would understand where you're coming from. So I've been having a lot of retail industry conversations lately, and I actually spoke with somebody uh, from another company about retail. And so I want to ask you this same question. While most might assume that the majority of analytics usage is done by, you know, e-commerce retailers and online retailers, what what should we know about analytics being used on the ground floor by brick-and-mortar retailers? Yeah, and that's a that's a great question, and uh, and really, it's because of the analytics online that uh, the entire in-store analytics industry was created. You know, our, our founders uh, they were at uh, at a, a different company at the time, working on, a lot on uh, computer vision, and uh, working specifically with the casino industry. And they just thought, you know, what are other applications to be able to use this type of technology? And right away, uh, the thought was, well, in stores. Uh, you know, in stores traditionally. It's been um, uh, experience uh, and, you know, subjective uh, judgment based on uh, years and years of experience, kind of that mentality of, you know, I know the business, the business knows me type of thing. And you'd have, uh, you know, from the chief merchant deciding what products to, to, to purchase and to make available for sale uh, to how consumers could uh, shop for those, how they could pay for them, what price they paid for them, so forth. All of it really driven by a gut feel. Um, and uh, retail analytics is being able to apply uh, that complement, that gut feel, that subjective experience, uh, with, uh, hard and fast data, you know, so, uh, it kind of starts, uh, at the front door. Uh, there's always been, uh, front door traffic counting for most retailers, uh, since the beginning of retail. You know, ordinarily it's just people looking back at the door and going, oh, there's a, there's a new customer coming in. But those, those types of measurements are important, uh, in that it helps, uh, helps you determine your conversion rate. Uh, and so much like uh, how many visitors come to a website and, and of those visitors, how many buy, uh, that's a, a basic kind of uh, managerial uh, a lever 
to push and pull upon uh, to find out about from a retail store. Uh, how many customers do we have come in and how many of them actually buy? Before retail analytics came along, you had an idea, uh, a rough idea, sometimes a very inaccurate idea, but at least a rough idea of the people, the number of people that came into your store. And then at point of sale, you'd have a tremendous amount of information, usually people's names, you know, how they're paying, you had a loyalty program, you collect a lot of information from them. But it was really kind of a black hole in between the front door and the point of sale register. Uh, and particularly if that shopper didn't convert and didn't buy anything. So if you're a, an apparel, store, you know, you're, you're killing it at 25% conversion. I uh, you know 75% of your shopping journeys, you collect no data whatsoever. Uh, so retail analytics just tries to level that playing field. Uh, there's so much data available uh, through, uh, through online methods. You know, uh, brick and, or, uh, excuse me, online uh, retailers, they know everything. They know exactly where the cursor's moving on the page, what's being clicked on and what's not being clicked on. <clears throat> and the great thing about you know, being able to work through a, an e-commerce store online is that you can A-B test everything. Uh, so if you're uncertain on what color the buy it now button should be, test it. You know, test it with green, red, uh, blue, gold, and see which one works the best. And then, then you can apply that throughout the, the entire web page. Uh, same types of principles now are available to brick and mortar stores uh, using advanced in-store analytics. Right, exactly. So uh, continuing on the conversation with analytics, talk to me about uh, the mobile devices. With so much retail business going uh, to the mobile world, how have these been being utilized by the shopper and by the retailer? Yeah, uh, great question, Taylor. You know, mobile device uh, is really, um, you know, the, we've said for years, the, the website's the new front door of the store. And, and I think in the last couple of years, really, it's the mobile phone now is the new front door of the store. Uh, you know, for for years, shoppers have been using their mobile devices uh, mostly to shop and to browse. And then we saw a, a big change in the, um, in the use of mobile a couple of holiday seasons ago, in holiday 2016. Uh, consumers in America at least became more and more comfortable with actually transacting online. Uh, in this past holiday season, there's a great deal of not only shopping and browsing around online uh, through mobile devices, but a lot of mobile uh, purchases taking place online, particularly Thanksgiving, uh, Black Friday, and the like. Uh, shoppers now use their phones uh, at home, on the go, and uh, more and more in the store. Uh, it's very, very common to see a shopper in the store looking through their, their mobile uh, device. And so what's important for the retailer is to understand what they're using the mobile device for, and be able to, to provide the content uh, to their shoppers that are, are helpful. So you know, lots of times people are price shopping, no, no question about it, but they're also looking for accessories and the like. And so there's a lot of solutions out there. Retail Next has one. There's others as well that helps retailers uh, with their with their with you know, having mobile conversations with their customers, uh, and you know for providing them very specific, personal, uh, and relevant offers that are much different. For example, Taylor, for you than for me. You know, you'll get a uh, you know gone are the days of just you know three or four years ago where we walk into the store and. They recognize us as a customer and, and they shoot us a hard-coded URL and we both go to the exact same page. You know, different shoppers, different shopping habits, you know, we're looking for different items, yet we're still going to the same, the same hard-coded URL that features maybe five to ten promotional items and, and offers out of the hundreds or perhaps hundreds of thousands of SKUs that are in the store. Uh, now we get that much more personal, much more relevant. Shopper comes in and and you'll get an email or, or, a, or a text or, or some sort of communication through your mobile device that, that is very tailored toward you uh, with machine learning algorithm 
that learns over time uh, what you're responsive to, what you engage with, and what you're not responsive to, and that you don't engage with. Uh, therefore, the retailer can uh, give you what you more of what you like and give you a lot less of what you don't like, uh, which is probably very different than me or, uh, or or other shoppers. We're looking for different things. We'll get we'll get different types of messages, different types of offers, and things that are relevant for us. So I think you know shoppers are going to be able to, to they can already see this in store right now, but certainly over the course of 2018 and 2019, uh, the retail industry is going to be able to do a better job of bridging some of this online shopping behavior, which is in-store shopping behavior, and really communicate to you on a personal level uh, that's relevant to you. And it's a, it's a big opportunity for retail because if there's one truism in retail, it's what's good for shop, what's good for the shopper is good for the business. And as soon as something doesn't become good for the shopper, they have too many alternatives. They can move on to uh, competitors and, and it's a rough road ahead for retailers not responsive the way that shoppers shop now. So in your opinion, just as we're talking about kind of machines learning, what, what does the future hold for that? Like what role does machine learning play in the future? Hopefully not a very spooky role, right? You know, uh, it's right. uh, <laughs> when you talk about machine learning uh, and artificial intelligence, you know, a lot of people quickly jump to Skynet and Terminator movies and things like that. And uh, it, it's not that scary. Uh, at least not right now. Uh, maybe maybe we'll be down the road. Uh, 2017 saw a lot of artificial intelligence and machine learning, particularly online. Uh, almost all the chatbots that you uh, that you work with now are are artificial intelligence, uh, and being able to learn uh, about these types of behavior, uh, these questions, uh, the comments that customers might have, and being able to direct it to resources to help solve the problem. You're going to see uh, in uh, in uh, in 2018 in particular, artificial intelligence make its move into the store. Uh, next week, uh, starting on Sunday, uh, January 14th, is the inter- annual NRF Big Show, and we expect uh, artificial intelligence to be the number one topic uh, that creates the buzz on the expo floor. I know, much like uh, Dreamforce in the fall of 2017, uh, everybody's going to have AI, and, and I think it's going to be important for retailers and for, and for shoppers to kind of kind of cut through uh, the hype and really understand you know, what's real today and how's, how's it being applied in store. And, uh, and you'll see artificial intelligence um, being able to, uh, to help, shop, uh, help retailers understand what shoppers are doing in store. So, you know, in, in an advanced analytics uh, platform like Retail Next and others, the heart of it's uh, stereo video and video analytics uh, to very, very accurate traffic counting. But then you can also uh, see where shoppers go in store and where they don't go in store. And that provides an awful lot of data, particularly over time and at scale. Uh, and then, uh, you know, interesting um, uh, concepts using those same technologies on dwells. So you can get very specific to the spot in the store, kind of geofence it out and uh, and determine, you know, what percentage of shoppers, first of all, walk by this dis- display, but then what percentage of shoppers in the store actually stop and engage with the display. And let's just set an arbitrary time limit of, say, 15 seconds. Uh, so, uh, you know, over time, you're able to tell, well, display A works much better than display B. So let's roll out display A to our stores as opposed to B. because We want to have shopping engagement. Um, it was with, uh, with traditional, uh, you know, non-machine learning uh, uh, analytics, really all you, you knew is that a shopper went there and a the shopper stopped uh, in, in front of the display and, and how long maybe the shopper dwelled. Uh, with through uh, artificial intelligence, uh, deep learning-based machine learning uh, through uh, video analytics, now you can determine what shoppers are actually doing in front of the display. Now, so are they just looking at the display? Are they reaching out and picking up the product, and spinning it around their hand, and, 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 and taking a look at it a little closer? 
Uh, are they trying it on? Are they taking it with them? You know, all valuable data when you look at some of you know, today's retail environments. You know, imagine a, a big mass merchant uh, store that has a variety of different departments and they have an unserviced shoe department where you go in and you you are your own help. You look around at your shoes, you try them on, you decide if you want to select them, go up. You know, much like you might see at a Kohl's or Target or what have you. You know, they, they, they might know uh, how many people go to the shoe department, but they don't know what they're doing. And uh, over time and at scale, you know, your your algorithms can tell you, well, you know, 15% of the people pick up the shoe and spin them around and take a look at it, but then they put it back on the shelf. You know, that might lead you to thinking that it's maybe a, a quality of uh, touch and feel, perhaps a pricing issue. If you notice that a large percentage of shoppers try on the shoes, actually bend down, kneel down, try it on. Uh, and but then put it back on the shelf. They don't convert. They don't purchase. Well, maybe it's a fit issue, a fashion issue, or something like that. But it begins to give the uh, information back to the retailer, and it gives them, you know, some levers to push and pull upon operating their business to make a decision. You know, is this a shoe that needs to move to the discount rack? Is it? Uh, do we need to? Do we need to lower the price just a little bit? Do we need to, you know, change the display to get more people to stop by in the first place, and so on? All that's uh, uh, an artificial. Intelligence, machine learning technologies that is in store, you know, it will be in store very early in 2018. Absolutely. So you were mentioning NRF earlier. I actually heard that you're going to be showcasing there this year. So what what are you exactly going to be highlighting? Well, we're we're there. It's our biggest show uh, of the year every year. There are a lot of uh, retail shows that have great speakers and presentations and like that. Uh, uh, those types of uh, conversations, kind of you know, uh, panelists, keynotes, and the like. And, and certainly the big show is one of those. Uh, but the Big Show also has the best technology expo in retail. Uh, so we're a staple there. We'll, we'll be uh, showing uh, upgrades to our our um, our software platform. Uh, and then we'll also be introducing a, a new piece of hardware uh, that has a lot of very cool. Uh, it's a sensor. Uh, a, a lot of things built into one sensor. And what uh, we're most excited about is the, the onboard um, deep learning-based artificial intelligence that's in that sensor allowing retailers to do exactly what I just told you, understanding uh, the behaviors and activities in the store, um, what shoppers are doing. Well, Ray, it's been an honor having you on the show. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to hear about what you and RetailNext.net are doing. Uh, is there any information that you'd like to pass on to our listeners if they want to find out more about what you do over there? Uh, yeah, you know, you, uh, if you're interested in, uh, in retail, uh, you know, again, our, our goal at Retail Next is to help retailers become better retailers. Uh, we're interested in the dialogue uh, with retailers. And everyone's a retail expert, whether you're a retailer or not. I mean, we're all shoppers. And uh, as I said before, what's good for shoppers is good for retail. And, uh, you know, we're, we encourage folks to, you know, come to our website and engage with us. Uh, we have a variety of content there, including our blog and, and, and through our social media properties, and Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, and the like. Um, very interested in hearing what retailers, uh, what challenges and opportunities they have, and certainly what shoppers are, are looking for. Um, and uh, and when, it, you know, when it gets down to it, today's shopper is much different than the shopper that, that we had you know, 10 years ago, and certainly much different than the shopper we had 20 or 25 or 30 years ago. Uh, for the first time ever, shoppers are in control of retail. Retail is no longer run by retailers. It's completely dictated by shoppers. Shoppers have access to all the information they could possibly want about products and services. And often, quite often, when they go into stores, they know more about that brand's value proposition than the people who work there. Uh, they all, shoppers also have global alternatives. Um, and if uh, it's very it's very easy to, to find what you're looking for 
anywhere in the world and have it shipped to your house within 24, 48 hours. Uh, entirely new paradigm, no longer run by retailers, run by shoppers. It's kind of a fascinating time to be in retail because to be an effective retailer, you have to be very agile, very responsive, understand this new shopper journey, understand shoppers and their values, and be able to relate to them as individuals, no longer as this big group of a target demographic. How can I cut through, talk to Taylor as an individual, create a brand relationship with you, and and uh, and nurture you as a the long term uh, customer. Key to retail to success, and, and we love having those conversations at Retail Next, both the retailers and shoppers alike. So, uh, anytime anyone wants to give us a call or engage through social uh, properties and the like, uh, we're always interested to hear what people have to say. That's RetailNext.com. Ray works there, and he represents that company, and they're doing amazing work in the world of retail analytics. So stop on by the website, RetailNext.net. Ray, it's been an honor having you on the show. If you want to hear more about retail industry insights, you can go to MarketScale.com, go to the retail page. You can find blogs, other podcasts, news minutes, the works, everything retail industry. Just go to MarketScale.com. Ray, I've enjoyed having you on the show. We're definitely going to have to have you on again. Yeah, thank you very much for the uh, opportunity, Taylor. And uh, I hope it's not too late, but hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Ray. That's MarketScale.com. And you can also find Ray and what he does at RetailNext.net. So make sure to stop on by and learn more about what he does. But for now, we'll see you next time.